Are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF.
This is it. Let's get started. It's Saturday. We're here for an open mic. Yay. Um, so the way it works is, um, I don't know, we'll do time. And if we hear the horn, basically, like, if I get bored or whatever, I'll, I'll honk you. But we'll at least start, you know, with, like, five-minute sets, and we'll see where we go. Um, and if more people show up or not. But, uh, yeah, thanks for donating. The space costs money to run and we don't sell anything i i have no idea how it how it stays alive but it seems to do it uh, every month so uh yeah i'm your host today pam benjamin thanks for your two to five bucks or if you can't afford to give money that's absolutely fine just take a picture make the place look cool or take a picture of the bathroom and be like will somebody clean this fucking bathroom and uh tag mutiny radio sf that'd be great or if you know if you're don't have any cash and you do that whole venmo thing you can Venmo to Mutiny Radio. It's right there. All right. We're going to play some Warrant in the Fills today. Um, coming up first, she's a new person. Never met her before, I don't think. Put your hands together for Jillian Parker. Thank you. Yeah, so my name is Jillian. Uh, a little bit more about me. I am half German on my mom's side and half orphan on my dad's side. Um, and, uh, you know, the other day, uh, my my friend had, had, my roommate had a friend over and he, uh, I mentioned that my dad was dead and he goes, um, oh, what killed him? And I was like, oh, well, uh, himself, you know, he was a, a DIY kind of guy. 
he left a suicide note in a mason jar, wrote it with a calligraphy pen. Uh, but no, my dad dying wasn't as hard as it is for other people. Uh, you know, especially for me, I wasn't as close with my dad as some people are, especially the last few years of his life. He was pretty distant, probably because of the restraining order. But, uh, my family and I, we, we joke about it. Uh, a few Christmases ago, a new present appeared under the tree and my brother saw the present and he said, oh, what's that one? And my mom said, that's daddy, because she had put his ashes, um, wrapped his ashes and put them under the tree so he could be a part of Christmas with us. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, let's talk about porn, I think. Um, that's a good transition. So I love how some people get really upset about porn and, uh, a lot of people criticize porn because it's not realistic. And it's like, you know, there's no, you know, sweat in your eyes. There's no grunting. There's no having to wake up early to take the kids to football practice. And it's like, is that what you want in your porn? Taking kids to, cause that there, it's out there if you want it. Um, no, but I love how people use the term adult to refer to sexual things without actually saying it. You know, like people say like adult content, adult movies, you know, adult diapers. Yeah. Um, but uh, what else do I have? Uh, yeah, so uh, last guy I had sex with, um, I tried uh, re the reverse cowgirl position for the first time. And let me tell you, it is a terrible position. I don't want to look at your feet. <laughs> I don't want you to see all the lint that's in my butt crack. <laughs> there's, all, there's always some. And uh, he was a terrible guy, though. And, uh, you know, I tried to talk to him and, and work things out with him. But he was just like, you know... I just, uh, I just have too much going on right now um, to have this conversation. I'm just too busy right now to apologize. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, you know, just between, you know, feeling guilty about how I treated you and jerking off to the memories of how I treated you and maintaining my booger collection, I just, I just don't have the capacity right now. I wish I could have met you at a different time in my life when it was more convenient for me to respect you. But... Um, yeah, love love porn, and uh, but I, I never. My friends were talking recently about how um, they love to masturbate in front of a mirror. Welcome, um, and uh, I've never masturbated in front of a mirror because I don't feel comfortable. Because I have roommates, so like I don't want to be just like in the middle of my room, just like splayed out. Because anyone could walk in like at any time, except for my dad. But <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> Julian Parker, you did almost four minutes. You did three minutes and 45 seconds just for your own edification. So a good, hot four-minute set there. Yay. Um, hey, some new people just walked in. There's a list in here. Thanks for donating to Mutiny Radio. It really helps now that I got to get some stupid entertainment permit. Who knew that open mics are considered entertainment? <laughs> I mean, Really? Really? All right, well, they're calling it entertainment, so 
Uh, thanks for helping us do that. And uh, your next comedian, he's going to tickle your giggle hole. <laughs> I don't know where you giggle out of your... Don't think, don't, don't be thinking about my butthole. Don't do that. Uh, I'm just wasting time until I get to see who's next on the list. All right, your next comedian. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Michael Pyle. Uh, very Im- impressed and surprised that you can read my third grader handwriting. Um, yeah, I'm Michael Pyle. Uh, I'm a college student. I go to UCLA down down south California. Uh, I just moved off campus, moved out of the dorms, which has been really nice. I moved in with a couple of just my like best friends in the world. It's been great. Uh, I think living with them, I'm going to get a lot closer to all of my other friends. And the thing about living with people that like you're really close friends with that you know really well is that like the petty roommate disputes, like they get really serious and personal really fast. Like, I went into a room, and I was just kind of cold, and I go, is the AC on? And my friend goes, oh, why are you cold? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, why don't you put on some weight? That's an argument we have, because he cares about me. Um, Yeah, I'm not a great roommate, though, so maybe I deserve that. Like, we have this chore wheel, like a chore rotation, and whenever it's it's my roommate's turn to vacuum and my turn to clean like the tables, I'll just wipe everything off the table onto the floor. And then when it's my turn to clean the floor, I don't. Um, yeah, but so my roommates, the I thought I knew them pretty well, but they do still do some weird stuff. Still surprise me. One time I got home and there was a stranger in my house. That's not too weird. They have friends I don't know. Um, and but this guy was a little seedy. He was a lot older than us, and I was like making polite conversation. And my friend's like, "Oh, dude, well, why don't you go get go get the thing?" And the guy's like, "Oh, right, yeah." So he goes down and he's like, "Can you give me a hand with it?" And I'm like, "Okay." So we go down to his car and he opens the trunk and there's like, like an uh, like an air canister like for scuba gear. And we haul it up to our room together, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's for doing whippets. And I had no idea my friend did whippets. And whippets are just the dumbest fucking drug. There's like, first of all, there's all the freaking equipment you need. You need a big-ass air canister. And he's like, oh, yeah, this tank is only like $200 and $45 refills. And I'm like, why don't you do anything else? <laughs> Like fifteen minute high, it's ridiculous. So the guy, so that guy just spent like four hours in our house just sucking out of the air canister every fifteen minutes. Yeah, and then he hauled it back down to his car, and he's like, "Oh yeah, whippets are great. Like they're not illegal. It's not illegal to have this air canister as long as you don't have any balloons in your car." So and so he's he brought the thing and he's like yeah do you guys have any balloons to do these whippets with and I'm like no I don't have balloons in my house we used a condom instead did whippets out of a condom um whippets are dumb uh what else oh, so I um. Not sure if you can tell this about me, but I was kind of bullied in elementary school, and uh, when I, I I didn't I didn't know what was going on when I was in elementary school. I didn't get it. I just thought like he was my friend because he was talking to me, 
but I figured out like years later in therapy that oh he's bullying me oh that's what that was but he also he did it in a very strange way okay let me tell you about this kid though he was like he he transferred into our elementary school and he was a kid that would always wear like um all the, all the like spongebob print shirts but like the spongebob characters had like they were like gangster they had like guns and bandanas on so he was that kind of kid if you get the sense of him anyway he bullied me in a very strange way he would do the classic elementary school like this is you and then make a stupid face but um he would only do that when we were alone because it's strange there's a performative aspect to bullying you do it for an audience to make other people laugh but he did it like just me and him got me alone he goes this is you it's like he i don't know if he was like insecure about his bullying and needed to like practice on me beforehand before he was ready to show it off to the public and yeah it was a little kind of hack bullying um or like it felt very personal it felt like he was assigning me a new identity he's like this is you this is who you are now so that's what i've become (laughs) um one more thing i got uh i saw this person who was just like really really cool and interesting and smart and funny but they were like also very insecure and it it just kind of showed to me like how just how silly insecurities can be like there's no reason for it confidence is most except for some people that makes sense when it makes sense that they're insecure oh that's you need to do that like shelter yourself that makes sense (laughs) all right i'm michael pyle thanks guys michael pyle does whippets yay whippets are fun whippets are great i used to hate going to the dentist but then I just told them that I have so much anxiety that I really need nitrous every time I go to the dentist. And now going to the dentist is a lot of fun. It's great. One time I was having a tooth pulled and they said, just keep doing nitrous like it's your job. And I was like, this is like the one job I could actually do forever. I feel like I could really do the shit out of that job. I love whippets. Uh, Very nice, Michael Powell. You're so young. You have such a life ahead of you. And um, and that is that is lovely. So many, so 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 much time to write jokes and have stories. Uh, but lovely job, and thanks for coming all the way from UCLA. It must be Christmas time, and your parents must be so proud. Your next. Our son was on the radio talking about whippets. Is he? Is he? What kind of drugs is he dealing? Martha. Uh, your next comedian, what a joy and a wonderment he is. He's part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. Put your hands together right now for Rob Edwards. What's up, what's up? How y'all doing? So I was looking on the internet earlier today, and uh, I seen that... Uh, Kim Kardashian is apparently getting in trouble for some kind of a uh, picture that she looks like she's wearing like blackface or some shit. And if, if, I, if I was her, I'd be so frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many black dicks do you have to inhale before you start getting some respect? You know what I'm saying? Like, semen face, no one would bat an eye, but she was wearing blackface and everybody got upset. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. I don't know why white girls do that anyway, you know? 
like you know get a get braids and a tan and ass injections and lip injections why play with your privilege like that you know what i'm saying I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's all fun and games, and it's and it's cute until your ass is getting beat up by the police. Um, you know, just fucking. My name is Becky. I swear. Like, he's like, no, nah, I know a Shaniqua when I see one. You know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't play like that, man. Take advantage of that privilege. If you don't want your whiteness, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what else? What did I work on? Uh, so my love life gets pretty slow around this time of year. Uh, I start ghosting people so I don't have to buy them shit. Uh, you know, it's usually from about Christmas to Valentine's Day. Uh, Christmas, I'm just being cheap, but Valentine's Day, I don't understand Valentine's Day. I never, never have, never been able to get behind it. Like, it's like look at the mascot for Valentine's Day. It's, uh, it's Cupid, the, the baby angel. Like, nobody's ever asked him his story. Like. Is he somebody's abortion? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the irony that he would be the angel of love when someone clearly didn't love him. You know what I'm saying? And then he would have, he would have these arrows that he would shoot at people, and they would, they would fall in love with whoever they were with, like almost against their will. And my thing is, if we're going to support this, then why is Bill Cosby in jail? You know what I'm saying? Those Quaalude Lace Pudding Pops were his love arrows, okay? So we have to decide, is Cupid the angel of love or the angel of date rape? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what he was. He was, a, he was a date rape baby who got aborted, and now he's haunting the world going around making other date rape babies. It's a, it's a vicious, vicious circle. Um, and then another thing about Valentine's Day is uh, back in, I think it started like in Roman days, it was a fertility it promoted f fertility, like reproduction or whatever. Like, you know, back then, motherfuckers had a lifespan of like 30 years old. They die of the common cold and like constipation or some shit. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, today it's a different story. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you've been out on the roads lately. There are entirely too many motherfuckers alive right now. You know what I'm saying? It's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, when you think about it, when I think about traffic, I think like, okay, if we bring more people into the world, right, there's going to be more wants and needs that people are go we're going to have to meet. And technology is taking away jobs, which means more people are going to support themselves with Uber. You know what I'm saying? That means more motherfuckers on the freeway. I cannot have that. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up, man. And then, then on that fertility holiday, they'd have like a, a ritual where they would like tie women up and then like have like animal sacrifices and then they would take the bodies of those dead animals and make like contraptions and like uh like weapons and like beat the women with them which i mean if if you like bdsm that's fine you know what i'm saying like if you want to get tied up spanked and called a dirty whore you know live your life but you didn't have to turn the house cat into a butt plug that is <laughs> that is unnecessary you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah and, and you know then they realized that 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 ritual was a bit extra something else into like a festival where you kind of it was like a lottery like you just kind of draw a name out of a hat and whoever you got that's who you were kicking it with that day which i would rather do that than the shit we do today you know what i mean it would be like tinder except you can't swipe left or right whoever pops up on the screen that's who you're kicking it with you know what i'm saying <laughs> and you know he's like oh what if i get somebody i'm not attracted to well you know hanging out with somebody you're not attracted to builds character stop being shallow you know what i'm saying 
And then not only that, you don't have to take it seriously. Like treat it like a scrimmage. Try some new shit. Try some different things. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to try new shit on somebody you like. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. <laughs> All right, what else did I want to work on? Um, so uh, I watched a Martin Luther King documentary the other day. And uh, while I am forever in I wouldn't have helped him do it. Yeah. Uh, he, he was on this nonviolence uh, movement. And the thing about Rob, that's, that's me. When I feel threatened, I have this terrible habit of beating the shit out of people. And I don't think the good doctor could have supported the way I choose to express myself, you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong, like, I'll fight for my rights, but you know, if my spidey senses are tingling, I'm not about to follow you into an ass whooping. That's not, that's not a fair thing to ask of me, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, I feel like, I feel like that he must have had a crazy side to him. Like, you know, like, you ever seen those motherfuckers who get hit and like it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, is that all you got, motherfucker? Is that all you got? My grandma hits harder than that, like, you know what I'm saying? That type shit. I don't know, man. And then he turned around and like, I have seen the mountaintop. Like, of course you saw the mountaintop. You were seeing stars after they hit you over the head so many goddamn times. It's easy to talk to God when you have a concussion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It wouldn't have been fair. I, I wouldn't have been able to follow him. I would have followed Malcolm, Malcolm X. All he would have done is made me give up bacon and white women. I could do that. You know what I'm saying? But I got to follow you and turn the other cheek. Like, fuck all that shit. I can't, I can't get down with that. Uh, Hmm. What else? Uh, I had a, a gay dude hit on me the other couple of weeks ago. I think a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago. And uh, I'm from the South, so there was a time where I would have had a very homophobic reaction to that. But I, got, I, I was able to get past it. You know how I did it. I used a tactic that you ladies use, which is just because I'm not going home with this motherfucker doesn't mean he can't buy me drinks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It is incredible how tolerant free Hennessy will make a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy. Uh, you know, and, you know, I had those drinks and we went our separate ways because while I am very progressive-minded, uh, my dick is very conservative. You know? Uh, my dick is stuck in these ways. He's from a different time. Uh, my dick is homophobic. My dick body shames. Uh, depending on the time of year, my dick is racist. Uh, <laughs> I, I only fuck black women during Black History Month. I, I only fuck Mexican women on Cinco de Mayo, and I don't fuck white women after Labor Day. Uh, 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 and uh, yeah, anything else? Uh, how much time I met, Pam? You're at seven minutes, 30 seconds. Seven minutes, 30 seconds. This, and you're having a great set. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, Hmm, hmm, hmm. Uh, you know, uh, so I, uh, I was at a bar one time and I was with this college, I was sitting next to this college professor, this white dude, and he was like, I don't know, I don't know how we got to this topic, but he was, ended up saying like, you know, being honest, being white's kind of lame. And I was like, what? Is that, is that what they're teaching these kids these days? You know? Like, let me tell you something, white people. Don't be ashamed of your whiteness. Accept it. Bask in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, when it comes to hating on white people, let me do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need your help. We, you know, we've been doing this shit for hundreds of years. We don't need your help. All right? You're taking the fun out of it. You know what I mean? God damn it. I will not let you take this from us the way Elvis took rock and roll. I won't have it. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... 
Yeah, I think that's all I got right for that. But all right, yeah, I'm done, Pam. Rob Edwards, yay, yay! It is racistic. That was a great set. Just funny, funny jokes. He's really. He's working. Are you working alone in the mirror, or are you doing things down there, down in the South Bay? Sweet, Tommy T's on the 22nd in Pleasanton, yeah? Oh, right on, right on at Spice Monkey. Is it, are you doing um, the, the contest, the comedy machine? Oh, you're going to murder it. Just be, just be yourself and you're going to kill it. They'll love you. They'll love you. Hey, Kelly Evans, it's nice to see you. Uh, your next comedian, what a joy he is. What a, what a, what a, a gem in the scene. What a, what a wonderful contributor. What a friend. What a what a good looking guy. What a what a real like he has a real job. He has the coolest job that ever jobbed. He'll probably tell you about it on stage, but clap your hands wildly right now for Mark Neuer. I was I was convinced it was Kelly Evans. I was like, he just got bumped that fast, huh? That he just walked in like, oh hey Kelly, get the fuck on stage. Jesus. It's like, God damn it. That was a tremendous set, dude. That was fucking phenomenal. That was really good. I, I wish that there wasn't a piece of bone stuck in my teeth that I was trying to pry out with my fingers. And we were making eye contact the whole time. It was very gross to be him to doing his set. It was not fun. It, it, was, it was fun for us. It will probably, like you had to see like some of the... I feel like I should have got paid for that. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I should, I should sell that on Snapchat Premium. Just me just shoving my fingers just down my fucking throat at open mics. Only fans. Oh, you want to do it? Here. <laughs> Shit. I was like, do it, dude. You just killed. Uh, I just had like the stock because it's like it's a really common question. What weighs more, a pound of feathers or, uh, or, a, or a pound of bricks, right? Like a ton of bricks or a ton of feathers. Do you mean like physically heavier or like emotionally heavier? You know what I mean? Because, like, how many birds or feather-like creatures had to die and lose all their feathers to make this whole ton? Of that's a lot of feathers. Yeah, a ton of bricks is like, you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's a lot of bricks, you know? But, like, a ton of feathers? It's a lot of fucking feathers. I don't care how much they weigh. That's fucking a lot. You know what I mean? Like, the comparison. Oh, my God. I'm having a mental breakdown. That shit's bananas. I'm not from uh, the Bay Area. I'm from uh, the Central Valley, California. I'm from like Stockton, Modesto. Um, around this time, two years ago, I moved here. As you're going over the Bay Bridge, you're coming into San Francisco, there's this huge Christmas wreath. You guys seen this? It's huge. You can't fucking miss it. If you come over that bridge, it's fucking huge. It's like a ton of, never mind. It's huge. It's huge. Let me just tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. I did not come from Modesto, California to San Francisco, California to celebrate Christmas. You know what I mean? I came here to suck dick and do blow. <laughs> That's it. Keep your Jesus out of, my, out of my San Francisco experience. You know what I mean? After I cross that bridge, it becomes Xmas. Stop fucking with me. I know this is where it came from. This is Xmas. This has to be. At, I've, re I've heard so many stories. You can't have Santa Claus running around unless it's on Santa Claus night. Then you can have a bunch of Santa Clauses running around. You know what I mean? Ho, ho, ho. That's fine. That's fine. I don't need your Christmas rings all up and down Market Street. It's just me. It's just my own. I just look in the mirror and scream about things that make me mad. 
There's no mirror. Were you looking for a mirror? There's no mirror. <sighs> Good. Not a lot of people know where Modesto's at. I had a dude after a show. He was like, hey, I know about Modesto. I went to Modesto. I've been there. I went to rehab in Modesto. <laughs> That's so fucking ass backwards. You can go anywhere. You can literally go anywhere for rehab. And you choose Modesto, California. It's like going to the Neverland Ranch to stop fucking kids. That's like exactly what that is. That's, that's, no, I mean, I swear to God, it's like going from Richmond, California to Oakland for fucking rehab. He's from L.A. It's like going from Compton, I don't know L.A. I don't have any, I can't be relatable in the, in the geographic locations here, but it's like going from a fucking urinal to a toilet. You know what I mean? Like, why would you do that? That's fucking crazy. Great. I got a new job. I did. Pam's right. I do have a new job. I'm also very attractive, but we'll get there later. I got a new job. Let's start there. I got a new job. I'm a strip club DJ. Yeah, woo. No, but I'm a daytime strip club DJ. I'm like a superhero, dude. I swear to God. It's like, I don't know if you know this, but... <laughs> From 12 in the afternoon to 7 at night is the most lit time to be at a strip club. <laughs> Dude, it's great. You know, you could be at lunch with your family right after church on a Sunday, but you also could be hanging out with Tiffany and Pebbles. You know what I mean? And hear my old, my, <laughs> hear old <laughs> DJ Marky Dubs on the, on the microphone. You know what I mean? Coming up next. It's fantastic. So good. Pebbles is Korean. Pebbles is one of my coworkers. If you haven't figured out, my coworkers are also strippers. And Pebbles is, uh, she's Korean, which matters for the bit. I promise. Because I was going to introduce her and I was like, I'll just be like, you know, creative. I was like, coming up next, the always amazing, the Korean bombshell. I was like, hold on, wait a minute. <laughs> There's no nukes in coming, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? <laughs> on the mic, I'm like, we're, we're good. Our relationship with Korea is fine. <laughs> I'm giving like news reports. I'm fucking stoned. Pam and I just got really high in that, that fucking, I almost called it a patio, that's how fucking high I am. That fucking DJ booth back there, we just got ripped. Anyone else smoke weed? I know Kelly Jevons smokes weed, but does anyone else used to smoke weed? You ever get so high, you gotta take an extra shower to come down a little bit? You know what I mean? Like three extra showers, you know? An extra shit just to make sure it all clears out, you know? You gotta call your little brother and apologize for calling him retarded your entire childhood. No, that one's just me? That one's just me, okay. Well, he's, it's, it's fucked up, because he's not retarded, you know what I mean? He has like a lazy eye. So he's like, you know what I mean? He's like half retarded, you know? Like a little bit, it's like a, he has a little bit to him. That's fine. We come from the same nutsack, you know what I mean? He has a lazy eye, I have the little dick. Sometimes it just happens like that, ladies and gentlemen. You know, but at least I got a full brain. Fuck Trevor Neuer, you know what I mean? Sneak dissing him on, on fucking Mutiny Radio. We're going live, we're about to go viral. Me, The Neuer brothers are, are fucking, you get a free pass to the strip club, Pam Benjamin, that's the only thing in my pocket. <laughs> you know you're a fat fuck when you have to pay your dues over there at the Mexican restaurant before you can actually pay your Mutiny Radio dues. She fronted me on some pozole like 14 weeks ago. I fucking was like, dude, I haven't even been coming around since. I was like, oh, if they're going to break my kneecaps, it's all bad. 
I just gave her two twenties. I was like, all right, we're good. You know, she gave me and my girlfriend food for free out of the kindness of her heart. That's a great, just like there's, this is the craziest corner. You know what I mean? Like we have one of the most amazing venues that's like for con- for comics. Like this has changed so many people's lives. And then we have the most amazing food that has changed my weight. And it's been so good. <laughs> it's been so good. I thought this was a really large paddle. It is a very large paddle, but like for my butt cheeks. You know what I mean? Like that's what I thought. It's a Darth Maul butt cheek clapper. So I'm white, right? You know what I mean? Cool. Just just checking, just making sure, double checking. Um, I think like, okay, so like I took a picture ooh, when I was younger. Uh, it was of my face, but I had like a fake grill in my mouth. You know what I mean? I had my regular face, thank God. You know what I mean? Like I didn't make that. How do you make that retarded ass decision? I was like, what, what goes through someone's mind? You know what I mean? Like especially in the last like, I don't know, 1400,000 years. Why would anybody think I should probably paint my, stupid, stupid. But I really, I can only blame it on the fact that I could not actually afford paint. So <laughs> that's probably what happened. If I would have bought paint, my two drug addict parents would have came in and seen me with this paint. They'd have been like, what are you doing with the paint? You know, that's for huffing, right? <laughs> I was only allowed to buy Big Macs with my money. That was it. That was it. Because that's all we had in Ripon, California, was a McDonald's on Main Street. God bless. God bless. Nothing else. Just truck stops everywhere else surrounding it in trees. But at least we had a McDonald's. That was my mall. You want to know how it was to grow up in the 209? McDonald's was a mall. <laughs> We're just riffing, ladies and gentlemen. That first part about the paint, that is a joke. I just thought of it on the way here. Was it okay? Am I, going to, am I, getting, am I getting canceled in 2020? Is it cancel Mark Neuer? <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Too late. No, that was 2018. Stop being a hack, Neuer. You've already got canceled twice. You want to go for a third one? Get canceled again, Neuer. <laughs> I'm about to fucking burst into flames. My name is Mark Neuer. I hope you guys all have a great night. Bye. Yeah. He's like the Andrew Dice Clay of 2020. He's going to be like, hickory dickory duck, I can't get these strippers off my cock. I play him a song. I don't know, I can't fit, figure the rest of that limerick out, but I'm sure it, I'm sure it ends with dick. Yay! Uh, your next comedian, I don't know him. He might be new, and he's here, and that's exciting. Maybe he's here from somewhere else because... Um, it's vacation or something in his parents. Uh, but anyways, Andrew Arroyo, yay! Hit the nail on the head. Yeah, I am on vacation back in San Francisco, um, originally from here. Um, doing stand-up comedy for a little while. It's nice. It's nice to when somebody who doesn't know me pronounces my name correctly. Um, yeah, usually they fuck up something about the the rolling R's and the O Y, something like Andrew. It's like, it's like you're being introduced by like Shaggy, yeah, or, or Scooby Doo, which makes me Shaggy, which puts me up there with like my stoner icons, with like Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, I uh, 
it's fun being here because I can do San Francisco jokes. I feel like get some regional humor up here. I was I was on back in the day. I used to use Tinder when I was new here, and I I met a woman. She uh she was a diving instructor, and uh, or she used to be a diving instructor. And I thought, oh, that's cool. Like I I know a great place for a first date. Let's go to the Golden Gate Bridge and just have a nice picnic. We can one person. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you know, Christmas time. I like Christmas time myself. I, it's it's the time when somebody at your job is gonna get like one of those like shitty coffee mugs with something like stupid written on the side. Yeah. At first they were kind of cute with it. It was just like no talkie before coffee, like right on the side of the mug. And then, but now they're like kind of assholes about it. Now it's like, hey you, on the side, and they go to take a sip, and there's just like a middle finger right there on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting for the stoners to catch up. Like you walk into work one day and someone be like, "We ain't gonna get along until we hit this bong." <laughs> yeah. I um. Anybody like the UFC in here? Is there any? Yeah. Yeah. Is like like the. I don't like the UFC. Yeah. Yeah. I think the UFC like like. There's no story. You know, I grew up on the WWF. I I liked that. Like there's like there's a good like I like all the shit talking and all the background to it and like in the UFC it's just like. It's like it's just too professional. It's like I like I like my fighting like how I like my porn. Like more amateur the better. Yeah. It's like like I want I want to see like two guys just going at it like outside of a Buffalo Wild Wings. That that's like the top quality fight or like or like two women fighting over a guy that hasn't come out of the closet yet. Like Yeah. Um let's see. Uh uh, I'm seeing someone now. Um, I don't date often, but I do. And she, uh, surprisingly, she's like, she's really into beards. That was her thing. Um, I think that's why she liked me to begin with. Um, I asked her about it, and she says she finds it exfoliating. Um, yeah. Uh, she even has a name. She's kind of cute. She's trying to get cute with it. She has a name for it now. She calls it Lufa Steve. Um, and whenever we're in the shower together, she likes to put my head like on the rotation setting, just like one of these things the entire time. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I don't, I kind of, I feel like my standards are pretty low. I'll date anybody that likes to get cross-faded on weed and birth, uh, birth control. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And whenever I do go on a date, I always get asked the same question. It's like, so where are you from? And it's like, San Francisco. No, silly. Where are you really from? And, uh, and you know, I know what they want. They, they want to get my ethnicity written down in like the form of a pie chart. Right? They wanna, they wanna, you know, for Christmas they wanna give me like one of those 23s and me things, right? Um, and so they just wanna like, it's like they're getting their certificate for their new show dog. I feel like, like they're all ready to show me off to their friends at at their party. Uh, it's like, like this is Andrew. He's an Armenian, Peruvian, Pomeranian mix. Yeah, I taught him tricks. You wanna see? And it's just like hitting this thing the entire time. Yeah. Um, I uh, I did a lot of shopping recently for Christmas, and you know I feel like most people I, I just do my shopping on Amazon now. And it's like, and I, I like reading the reviews. The reviews are pretty fun. Um, I I there's a, the, like I like the one star reviews because they always start off the same way. It's it's always like I wish I could have left no stars for this review, right? It's always it always starts off that way. I don't care what they say after that. After that, it's, it's useless. You, you know they don't give a shit. They just want to hurt somebody, and this is the only way they know how to do it. And it's like if you literally want to leave a one star review, it's like or like a no star review at least. If you if you don't want to if you want to leave a no star review, don't leave a review. That's how you leave a no star review. I never know where I'm going with that joke. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is fun. 
I, I, when I walked back there, I just like the wave of the hot box was just like, yes, San Francisco open mics. Fuck yeah. That's way nicer. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, I was trying to prepare for this, but I don't know. We'll just, um, I was bullied in high school too. Um, I grew up here. My, my bully was transgender. Um, yeah. Um, which makes it like really hard to explain to people like why I'm transphobic now and it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like, it's like they're still bullying me from beyond the grave. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I don't know. Guys, uh, you know, I'm, Tired of pulling things out of my ass. This was fun. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great night. Andrew Arroyo, where are you from? Where do you do comedy? I'm from San Francisco, and I do comedy in San Diego. Oh, San Diego. Yeah. That's great. Uh, do you, you go to school down there? Nah, I work down there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I lived in San Diego for 12 years. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Yeah. El Zarape, best fish tacos. 99 cents all the time. Lobster chimichanga, totally crazy. Yeah, there's this place called El Zarape and they have this lobster chimichanga and it's insane. It's like, it's like 6.99 and it's lobsters and a, you know, and a thing with the cheese and then the, and then the guacamole and then the deep fry it. It's just like killer. I, that's the one thing I miss about San Diego is the food and the sun. Your next comedian, he's a piece of, he's a bright ray of sunshine. Clap your, he is. Um, put your hands together, everybody, for Kelly Evans. Big spender, yeah. Holy shit, I got a raise. No, I didn't. I just don't care about my life anymore, so fuck it. I don't need to eat. Um, I need to tell jokes. Uh, it was funny, actually. I did also think you were about to call me up when I walked in until, until, until you said, and he's got a really cool job. I was like, nope. No, my job sucks. That is not the case at all, man. Uh, I got some new shit, so I'm going to fuck around and uh, read a little bit off the phone. So I do apologize if I ruin the magic for you all, you know? Uh, you guys know Shen Yun, right? Huh? Shen Yun? It's hard not to know it. It is literally fucking everywhere. Yeah. It's like a fun musical if you're really into cult indoctrination. Yeah, that is... Yeah, did you know that Shen Yun is run by a cult? That is exactly what it is. You know, that uh, Falun Gong. I don't know if you know what Falun Gong is. It's a cult from China. Yeah. Uh, they're a religious group. I'm sorry. But they're from China. They often, like, rail against the oppression of the Chinese government. And, you know... Who doesn't want to see the horrors of Tiananmen Square uh, relayed through song and dance? You know, that's always fun. That really spices it up a bit. Um, I feel like we shouldn't have known that it's a cult because, like, no other ballet is advertising, like, in between anti-diarrheal commercials and Totino's pizza rolls. You know, like, that's a very... They are literally everywhere. I don't know... Like, you don't see any other musical on the side of the bus, uh, on the back of a car, uh, in my Facebook feed, and also while I'm in the bathroom. You know, like, it's it's a little intense. It's very obvious. Uh, but did you know that it actually started out as an exercise? Yeah. Yeah, so Shen, uh, uh, Falun Gong was originally like a, a, like a meditation, stretching, like a, a Tai Chi exercise program, right? And they were like, you know, what really spice up this exercise is abstinence and fear of homosexuality. Like that'll really, 
Yeah, that helps the quads. That's where it really, it's all about the, maybe the glutes. I don't really know what part of the body that is. Um, yeah, it was like, it's a little weird, a bit of a transition. They also um, have a swastika as their symbol. And listen, I get it. Like, it was a Buddhist symbol before the Nazis took it. But like, I threw my rollerblades the minute somebody said, they looked gay. Like I threw those away. Like you're, you gotta, you gotta let it go. You know. Like if you're still wearing a Hitler mustache because you think it looks good, fucking, it's, you know. Sometimes some people ruin things, and you just can't use them anymore. All right. We should just accept that. And now that's not ride or die for the swastika time. All right. Fucking let that shit go. All right. That's fun. Um, what else about Shen Yun? Huh. Oh, yeah. Did you know? Uh, oh, I do find it interesting. They are, like, devoutly, like, anti-gay. They, they don't say that. They say, okay, their thing is, like, we, uh, we're fine with gay people, you know, being part of Falun Gong. You're just never going to uh, make it to the afterlife if you are. So it's, like, it's the most passive-aggressive way of being uh, afraid of homosexuality. Like, yeah, yeah, no, no, you should totally be gay. Just, you know, <laughs> you'll never go to heaven. That's fine. But we'll hang out. That's cool. We can have a sandwich. Just don't touch mine. All right? It's very, yeah. Also, they uh, are anti-gay, but then they decided to use like a musical to advertise their cult. It just seems like, I don't know if you know your audience, you know? Like, I feel, it's, uh, it's dance, you know? It's song and dance. I don't, all right. Very historically gay activities. I'm just, I'm not trying to pigeonhole anybody. I'm just saying, listen, are you guys in a song and dance? No? Didn't think so. All right. And I know Mark Neuer, just because he sucked a couple dicks doesn't mean he's gay, right? Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. Um, I got a friend who is a, uh, like, a, a rabid feminist. Uh, like, an actual, she's an actual woman. She's not, like, a dude who wears a pussy hat. That's not, like, she's a real feminist. And she had, like, a weird idea the other day. She was like, you know what we need to do? We need to start sexually violating men. <laughs> it's like, good luck. <laughs> It's, uh, you can't violate the willing, you know, like that there is, that's why it never works out that way. You know, you can't sexually harass men because men enjoy being sexually harassed. That is like, there are a lot of guys out there who, well, I don't want to say a lot. There are some men out there who complain that like, you know, uh, they get sexually harassed or they've been raped as well. And that nobody acknowledges that it can happen to a man. And that's because they're being silenced by 99% of men who are like, it's our turn, man. Don't fucking ruin it for us, all right? Shut up, Steve. Just because you didn't like it doesn't mean I won't, okay? <laughs> Seriously, it's very dumb. You know, it's like uh, for every teen boy that comes forward to tell like how his uh, teacher, uh, his hot blonde teacher uh, sexually uh, convinced him to have sex with her, uh, there are 10 more kids who are still fucking their teacher. You know, that is... They're still doing it, you know? Like, where were all these teachers when I was in school? I'm a little upset about it, all right? All my fucking female teachers were terrifying looking. They really were. And a bit dominatrixy, you know? Like, old women with glasses who like to hand out, dole out pain and punishment, you know? You know what? I have some weird kinks, I think, because of it. You know, like, I'm just in old ladies with glasses, huh? Yeah. Pam puts on a pair of glasses all of a sudden. <laughs> just kidding. Was that mean? All right. Sorry. You're not old. You're not old. Um, but, 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 you know, I think, um, I think, uh, part of it is, uh, men and women don't really like understand what a compliment means. Do you know, they don't agree on that. And that's because men don't ever get complimented. So they think, uh, nice tits is a compliment. That's like, 
Because if you grab their ass, they're like, oh, that, <laughs> well, that's so nice of you, you know? But you can't do that the other way around because women are swimming in compliments. And by that, I mean dudes who are constantly trying to fill them up. You know, that's, it's really, I think maybe the solution is we do compliment men more. Like maybe just, maybe that's a, I don't know the fucking answer, all right? Just say maybe like, be like, hey, you really wearing that shirt today, you know? You really, you put that on all by yourself, huh? Look at you, good, nice shoes, all right. I'm just saying we don't know how to dress very well. <laughs> Most of us don't know how to dress very well. I'm fine. I'm good. All right. Uh, why is it okay that uh, uh, we still listen to Michael Jackson but not R. Kelly? Have you noticed that? I was listening to Thriller yesterday at a restaurant. Yeah. You know, somebody was actually asking me that. You're like, why are we still listening to Michael Jackson? Uh, but, you know, we finally got rid of R. Kelly. I'm like, that's because Michael Jackson wasn't advertising what he was doing in his lyrics. You know, like... He didn't have any songs about fucking Neverland, you know? Like, R. Kelly's like, bump and grind. I'm in a closet. I'm fucking you. It's like, you are very clearly letting us know what you're up to. It's like, he had a whole fucking 45-minute song about I did it, or what was it called? Yeah, it's like, I confess. That's what it was. I confess. That's a whole, yeah, that's a thing. So, yeah, that's why. That's a new idea. Uh, Mark, you look very serious. How's your soup? It's a serious soup, yeah. Um, weed makes me super paranoid. Like I don't, yeah, you gotta smoke weed and get paranoid. Like all of a sudden I start believing in ghosts. <laughs> like looking down my hallway, you know, <laughs> I find myself like checking behind shower curtains in case somebody's like in my house to murder me. Like I don't like I don't usually act that way, you know? <laughs> like I don't understand what happens with weed. Plus I live on the fourth floor. There's like three floors of murder to go through before they could get to me, you know? Which is a lot. I feel like you satiate your murder appetite after three floors. By the time they get to me, they're going back, you know? Plus there's a lot of climbing. That's just what I'm thinking. You know, I still uh <laughs> use the cover defense when it's like, oh ghost, man. I'm just, you know, under here they can't touch you though. You know, this is how you stop a poltergeist is with a down comforter. That is how that works. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, Mark? You've thought it before. You've definitely thought it. Um, dating. What was I going to say about dating? Oh, yeah, relationships. Uh, I find that uh, I never really have a girlfriend around Christmas. That's like usually I get to this point in the year, and they're not there. Not like I've never had one. Like it just ha it's very rare. And it's like because I'm just not – like by this point, I've stopped dating somebody. Like it's like long enough to realize it's not going to work out. Because it's like a three-month period, right? You get that like fall period. See, like in the summer, everybody's fucking. Like that's what's going on. It's like hot and sticky, so you're like, I'm just going to put my parts on another people parts and like that's what you're doing but then like for some reason when fall hits everybody starts getting in a like the coupling situation for some reason like some people i think they're just like i'm gonna be busy so i need to lock this dick down you know like that's what their thoughts are but then other people start seeing everyone coupling and they get like desperate like a like a single person in their 30s like fuck i better fucking make this happen so you settle i settle you know we all settle who hasn't settled recently huh huh you settle right somebody who has like a weird ear wet wax situation you're like that's not so bad i guess you know they got one off tooth you know like a dead tooth i don't know something that you would usually not go for right so it's going all right but then you get to thanksgiving 
And that's when they got to meet your like friends or family, depending on what situation you're in. And like to one of two ways, it's not going well. It's like, first of all, they just totally embarrass you. They're like talking to the wrong uncle. You're like, oh man, he's a flat earther. This is like, you guys are too friendly. You know, that tells me a lot. Or your friends are like, she is a horrible person. Did you know she has a swastika on her back? She says it's Buddhist. I don't believe it. I don't fucking believe it. Weird high school life. Uh, or it goes the other way and they like her way more than they like you, which is also a problem. I'm like, fucking, you got to get out of here because I don't want the situation where like my girlfriend still hangs out with my mom, like my ex. Have you had that before? You're like, I talked to Susie today. Stop fucking talking to her, man. Anyway, all right. That's my time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Kelly Evans, Kelly Evans, yay. Uh, okay, uh, clap for me. I'm going to do a quick set. Yay, me, yay. Yay. You know me. I'm Pam. I am working on this new joke, though, so pretend you don't know me. You don't know me, so that's fine. Uh, I am going through menopause. So like every stereotypical woman over 40, I decided it was time to have a baby. Right? So I adopted. Usually people would clap. <laughs> no, it's okay. There you, that, that's why it doesn't work. And then I switch it and I say a kitten. I actually did get a kitten. I'm not going to have a baby. Don't worry. It's, that ship has sailed. I'm not going to do that. But it seems like everyone's like, I'm going through menopause. And it's time to have a baby. And then they're like, my child's autistic. And I'm like, you decided at 45 to have a baby. What did you think was going to happen? God loves me. I'm entitled. I can afford to live in the mission. Everyone should have to deal with my child for the rest of its life. It's okay. That ship has sailed. I'm not going to have a baby. I do love my kitten. I loved everything you were talking about, though, with all of the um, sexual harassment. That's the thing is I... Lately, I'm going through menopause, and so I'm going crazy, and I've been sexually harassing men. But it's not, it's not a big deal because I do stand-up comedy, and they're all like 26 or whatever, and some of them are so cute. And the be beautiful thing about stand-up comedy is I'm actually allowed to stare at them. Like, I'm encouraged to stare at them while they're on stage. Like, I'm encouraged to objectify and stare and think and be all pervy and shit. And, I, and I'm like, this is great. This is perfect. I love it. I'm in this place with all these... My 14-year-old self is like high-fiving me through the time chasm. She's like, you did it! You did it! <laughs> I've always been boy crazy, is what I'm saying. Uh, but you know what I love about watching soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 26-year-old men actually make their goals. They're literally making goals! It's amazing! Liverpool! They're literally making goals. Enjoy watching it. They take the shirts off. It's comedy. They, I wish there'd be more. I wish there'd be more underwear shows. I should have them and just be like. So I've had to apologize to some comedians lately because I've literally been like kind of really like if I was a guy 
and I treated girls the way I've treated guys, there would be a huge issue. But I'm very lucky that there's a double standard and I'm going to take full advantage of it because I'm a feminist. Yeah, actually, I'm putting feminism behind by doing that, actually being like, this is great. I love this fucking double standard. There's always been kind of a double standard in that, like, if you're good looking, it's not sexual harassment. It's flirting. <laughs> That's just real. But so, but now, now I'm like, ah, I'm an old lady. It doesn't matter. And my pants are on fire. Woo! Actually, everything's on fire. I'm having hot flashes. Like, the only way I can equate it to you, anybody else, like, um, kind of have a penchant toward the alcoholism? Anybody? Not just me. Cool. So you, I, you might know this feeling. Sometimes in the middle of the night when you're sleeping, you get night sweats and it's like this hot, but you're cold and it's weird. And you're like, why am I wet? Did I pee the bed? But you didn't. You're just sweating because it's like an alcohol or something. That's what, that's what hot flashes are like. But you're not drunk or you're not hungover. You're just fucking sweating for no reason. No? Okay. Just trying to let you in. You're like, we don't care. We haven't had to care at all. And now, for years, and now women are like, you need to care. This is the thing that pisses me off about women, is uh, I was on the bus, and there was a lady behind me, and she was good looking, and she had cute shoes, and she was talking to a guy, and he was pretty attractive. And she was as vapid as a pit of starfish. She was talking about shoes and just going, bleh, 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 bleh. just nonsense, just vapid bullshit, consumeristic, stupid, no nothing that a guy wants to hear. It was like, do you, could you just shut up? Like, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, he must be getting some serious puss because what guy is going to fucking put up with that mouth? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm being misogynistic right now. But anybody, like, it's, I'm sorry. I'm like, women. <sighs> no, they are. Sometimes they talk about dumb shit, and I'm just like, oh, my God. But the complimenting thing, that's, that's real. I don't know if it's a, cat, if a compliment. or I sexually harassed my mailman. <laughs> He's like 26. He was walking down 20th Street, and I was coming here, and, and it was, like, warm. And his mail shirt was open, and he had a wife beater on, and he was showing a little nip, you know? And so I said, I was, I was, oof, I was like, oh my, it's blonde. It's really, I said, I hope the postal service makes a calendar and they put you in it. And he winked and he was like, oh, he was taken aback. And I was like, do, do I think I just sexually harassed the mailman? Maybe a little. I was complimenting him. He was good looking. And with that outfit, he was asking for it. I mean, he had his shirt open, like, come on. Showed me a little, you know, like a cute little nip. His, then they were just a little bit hard. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what? I get it. I get cat calling now because I have a cat. And my cat does not come when I call. Like, I, baby kitty, baby kitty. Come here, baby kitty. I love you. Baby kitty, I love you. Come here. And then shows me his butthole. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to chase you down. And I run over to him and I pick him up without consent and I flip him over and I turn him into a baby. I kiss him on the mouth. I understand cat calling. That's all I'm saying. Like, I get it, guys. I get it. But it's, it's hard. Cat calling, complimenting. What's the difference? Walking down the street in the tenderloin, a gentleman said, girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Compliment. Straight up compliment. Well-formed, crafted, great compliment. Uh, another gentleman said, ooh, you got a nice fit on today. I am fit. I have an outfit, double entendre and compliment. It's nice. It's fine. I appreciate it. I try not to wear skirts because a guy said, hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? 
um, catcalling over the line, man. That's gross. Like, why do you want to smell my boyfriend's cum? That is weird. Like, that's on you, bro. That's that's gross. That's weird. Actually, it's on me. It's all over me. Yeah, it's good. I do love my cat, though. I love my cat, and, and I love my boyfriend. I was getting finger banged by my boyfriend, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers. He licked them. Meaning my cat loves me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacore. None of that white shit. It is dark and purpled with age. That's what happens to vaginas. I have so much pubic hair, it's like I'm wearing a hair skirt. You can't see anything. It's fun. I'm never embarrassed to be naked. It's good stuff. Okay, I'll, I'll stop torturing you. But thank you for letting me get through that. That, that joke's never going to work about the kitten and the menopause thing. You think it'll work? Let me try it one more time. Uh, I'm going through menopause, so I decided to have a baby. Don't, don't worry, I adopted a kitten. So that's good wording, but I have to like give people time to clap or woo or whatever, I guess. No, that's fair. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. It's good. No, it's good. You could, you could see I gave it. You don't know me, but for these guys who know me, this was like 25% Pam energy. I'm super high. And so I'm just like, I'm fucking super high. And, but usually I'm like, but today I'm like, so anyways, that's how it worked. Um, thank you all for being here. Thanks for putting money in there. That's exciting. I'm really excited. Um, yeah. This has been, do you, does anyone want to say any shows they have upcoming that they want to promote this week or anything like that? No, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited because I just met with my person, the the flyers and the posters for the comedy festival are already ordered. They're going to be in in two days. It's so cool. The poster and the flyers are so cool and I'm putting everything together. It's going to be great. I'm just really trying to, the only, it was like, it's one of those things, you know, where it's like, everything's going great. And then it's like, oh, the entertainment commission comes in. It was like, everything was going so well. Every time everything starts going really well, it's like, of course, of course. Uh, But thank you all for being here. And this went really well and have a good Saturday and do whatever you want to do. Does anyone want to say, honestly, say anything? You don't, no one has a show to promote every Friday here. Please come to Pam Justice Comedy Clubhouse. You have a show. You have a fucking show next Friday that you're promoting. You're, but you produced it. You, you like picked all the people or whatever. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I'll be here. Don't worry. I, oh, I'm so sorry. That's so awful. Do you want, do you need any therapy? Do you want to talk in front of the microphone a little bit? Therapy? No. Okay. Got you. Fair. Fucking fair. Here. What? While I run around, Mark Neuer, do some ASMR chip crunching into the thing while I run. I just stabbed my mouth with a chip, and now I am bleeding. Now I am bleeding, but I'm not going to stop. Sometimes I'm lost, sometimes I feel Often silent when I'm screaming inside Instead of love, when 
never quiet How much the other person cares or tries Hold me close, do never let me go Cause I'm confused but maybe someday Motorcycle lawyers were part of the riding community. Law Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear, too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Permanent Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 95834.
streaming live the station. MutinyRadio.fm. District of the Mission. MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. But you can apply now through November 30th. 50 shows in seven days, over 50 comics from all around the U.S., and you could be one of them. Go to the Mutiny Radio website, www.mutinyradio.fm. Click the Apply button. Pay that 20 bucks. Donate to Mutiny Radio and apply with your five-minute video to the Mutiny Radio 5th Annual Comedy Festival coming up March 1st through 7th, 2020. Submissions close November 30th. Get those submissions in now. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? 
I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at Subliminal SF dot myshopify.com that's subliminal sf dot myshopify.com and experience subliminal sf tired of paying too much for your internet contracts and hidden fees got you down Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! 
Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday, parties, the food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket, March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. Flat black plastic. It's special Tuesday afternoon version that's going to be subbed in on Saturday, so who knows what's going to happen? Whether you know. From the weed. In a country garden, a lovely rose looked down upon a common weed and said, You are an unwelcome guest, economically useless and unsightly of appearance. The devil must love weeds. He made so many of them. The unwelcome guest looked up at the rose and said, Lilies that fester smell far worse than weeds. And one supposes that goes for roses. My name is Dorothy Perkins, the rose said haughtily. What are you, a beetle weed, a bladder weed, a beggar weed? The names of weeds are ugly. And Dorothy shuddered slightly, but lost none of her pretty petals. Broke loose. The movement 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 broke lo
with his natural bang, bang. He was crowned the West Coast MC King, King. But after his inauguration, there was a rush, rush of whack rappers with one intention to crush, crush this master rapper and take his throne. A simple job, he had no crew, he stood all alone, alone. Assassins came in groups of one through five. With raps, no mortal MC could survive. But he showed no mercy. He rapped bloodthirsty. Battling from Friday on through to Thursday. Never losing a bout, never ending in doubt. Every confrontation KO knockout. On his never ending journey to the TOP. The LA player, MC Ice
decided to use it as an authentic model for a modern replica. In 1973, scale drawings were executed by Mr. Fred Dungey of the British Museum staff under the auspices of Dr. Richard Barnett. The lyre was built in Berkeley by Robert R. Brown. The frame of the lyre, which measures three and a half feet by three feet, is of red birch, while the sounding box is of spruce. Crocker has strung the lyre with gut strings and has made oaken tuning pegs of the kind shown in ancient pictures. Each string is wrapped around the upper crossbar and the peg, which is used as a lever to tighten or loosen the string, turns around the crossbar. The strings descend about three feet from the upper crossbar over a fixed bridge on one side of the sounding box to the base, underneath which they are attached. The common shape of the sounding boxes of Sumerian lyres is a stylized rendering of a bull's body with its head at the I've front. Been While some lyres have bearded you. bull's heads, the silver lyre's head is beardless. Sumerian Too lyres long. of this type Hence are not ideally suited for a song to stop No. 
part of this song you got to watch ladies and gentlemen we do a little gimmick right here and it goes something like this one time I love you two times I love you honey three times I really love you baby Four times I really love you now, honey. Five times the good Lord knows that I love you. Six times, oh man, how I love you. Seven times, darling, you know that I love you. Eight times. Times I really love you, but good God, I'm out of Radio. Flat Black Plastic, this is for all the folks up in Napa.